Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? What? If you're not down with that, we got to work for you! Ball game! You're hearing me now, ain't you? What? Hello and welcome to Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. I'm joined as always by Jimmy Superfly Moorcraft. What's going on, man? <laughs> Nothing. I'm getting nicknamed so far in the rabbit hole after recording the show for so long. <laughs> yeah. Superfly. Although, Start thinking of the name out. Superfly, I don't know if I'm happy about it, given his history. Well, hey. <laughs> Allegedly. First of all, and second of all, you got me. I meant to draw every single comparison. <laughs> And then that means that I'm not, I'm not, was he removed from the Hall of Fame? That's a good question. If so, it was I done discreetly. Think... Oh, no, he wasn't. And when he died, they did the video packages and everyone was mad about it. Yeah, okay. That is classic everybody. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully you can maybe restore the Superfly name. That's your, <laughs> that's your new legacy now. That's your nickname. All right, I'll try my best. <laughs> All right, so everybody, welcome to the show. We have a lot to get to. Yeah, we do. Uh, we had a super-duper showdown in Australia, and then a lot of stuff happened on TV, I feel like. Yeah, Raw. I mean, both shows. SmackDown wasn't necessarily storyline development. It was just a really good show. Yeah. And it kind of uh, tied up some loose ends and gave us a picture of uh, evolution. Um, yeah. But Raw, Raw did both. Raw did evolution. It did Crown Jewel. It did a lot. Yeah, Heel you mean the big evolution and... reunion on SmackDown 1000, right? Oh, man. Do we, I... <laughs> Not at all confusing, by the way. Yeah, that's very weird. Very. And they don't need it, especially with Rey Mysterio. Well, we'll get to all that. Okay. Well, we will, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm excited, too! So, yeah, I guess let's just, as briefly as we can, talk about Super Showdown. SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the New Day retained in the form of Kofi and Xavier. I don't, I don't know how much I had to say about this. It was a good match. But, you know. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say. I, I did give star ratings just to keep up my... It wasn't network special. Um, I gave it three and a quarter. I They've had a lot more better matches. Uh, the whole show seemed rushed to me. I mean, entrances were cut, it looked like, and it was... Yeah. I don't know if they overbooked things or whatnot. But it was a good match. Yeah, well, I think they originally... It was slated for five hours, and then it was switched to four, now that you mention it, I think, over the course of last week. And there was no pre-show either. I don't know if that was just because the pre-show would have been at four in the morning. But. Yeah, don't make people get up any earlier than five on the East Coast. I mean, those more dedicated than me. I definitely watched it later when I woke up. Oh, me too. I did avoid spoilers, though. Yeah, same, for the most part. Um, so the SmackDown Women's Championship match was next. This was a good match. Really good match. They're having a hell of a match. Uh, I liked it better than their Hell in a Cell match, even with the finish included. Just because, I mean, we predicted this finish. Or something like it, based on evolution yeah. happening soon. So, and I think the way they got to it was through a hard-fought match. I gave this three and a half stars, and uh, I, put, I think they put in really good work. I think they're incapable of having a bad match um, with each other. Yeah, and uh, I was satisfied with how this went down. Yeah, me too. I don't know if I'd quite give it three and uh, you said three and a quarter, three and a half. Three and a half. I gave the SmackDown tag three and a quarter. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't give this match three and a half just because of the disqualification finish. But it was a good match nonetheless. Um, okay. John Cena. John Cena's oh, new suddenly grown up haircut and Bobby Lashley beat predictably beat Elias and Kevin Owens. Was his friggin' head not the elephant in the room or what during this match? Oh, it sure was. I mean, to be fair, he. Yes, it was. And it was strange and bizarre. And I could only assume it's for a movie. Uh, oh, that's yeah. also why he didn't take bumps, I heard, because he's doing the Jackie Chan movie. It's called Project X. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I knew he was doing a Jackie Chan movie. That's where his sixth move of doom that we'll get to came from, I think. 
Yeah, but, he's been in like China for a while, and he's been speaking Mandarin and like Instagram videos and yeah. retirement. And the I don't know what's going on with him. The hairstyle, the uh, Bumblebee reshoots are more important than this job, this WWE job to me, because that's I think that's what he plays a he plays like a general in the military in Bumblebee. Taking one right out of Cena's playbook. The Transformers yeah. movies, so they probably have to do reshoots still for that, so that takes priority. Yeah. The hair was from Bumblebee, and the lack of bumps was from the Jackie Chan movie. So his okay, there all you of go. those all of those things against The Rock really are uh, biting him in the ass. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, what did you think about his finisher? Is it not just a straight jab to the to the chest? I mean, I know it was um, it was hard to see because Elias was blocking your view. So I so I've seen it. He debuted at a, at a live event in uh, Shanghai uh, a few months ago, and I thought it was dumb then. I think it's worse now. And uh, I have yeah. to imagine it's, it's supposed to be somewhat funny, given the way he was talking about it on social media and the way it looks. If yeah. not, then it's even worse than I than that. If they want it to be serious, um, it has to just be a joke. Now that you mentioned, it. I feel kind of silly because I tweeted at him that your new move is just a straight jab. But you're you're right. It, it's that's too obvious for that not to be. Well, it doesn't make it any any less bad that it, it even if it was maybe a little bit still weird. Maybe a little bit because um, it makes him at least in on the joke. And it devalues the AA now, because now I guess they have to get right back up from the AA to get that move done. Yeah. So, yeah, very weird decision. And then his speech afterwards was weird. Yeah. I certainly wouldn't want, I certainly wouldn't call it, I don't think I read anything about him retiring. I mean, no. especially since we know he'll be a crown jewel. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. That oh, was he will? Weird. Yeah, I guess we know he'll be a crown jewel, or at least as of now he'll be a crown jewel. Yeah, he's in that the World Cup tournament. Yeah, well, oh, right, 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 I'm sorry. Well, at least as of now, Crown Jewel will be Crown Jewel as it stands. Right. <laughs> you can Google it if you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess we'll talk about the World Cup as we talk about TV, I guess. But So, and probably the most surprising thing that happened all night, the Oh, Iconics. I gave that match two stars. Sorry. Oh, no, yeah, gotta, thanks. No. Gotta be consistent. Close one, close one there. Um, so then the Iconics defeated Asuka and Naomi. That was surprising. Probably the, on par with the most surprising things that happened here. Yeah, that and also what was surprising was the fact that they did what I said that they should do and they didn't make them turn on the crowd in their hometown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, so good I was call. happy about that. Good call. They didn't yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind. Of, that's definitely interesting. Um, it, it was a serviceable match. I gave it a... What I give this? Uh, two and a quarter stars. I gave it a quarter star higher than the previous tag match just because the Iconics were in it. And they won. <laughs> yeah. So a little bias there, but deserved. Admitted. Yeah. Um, so then we had uh, the WWE Championship match right in the, not even halfway through the show. AJ and Joe. Yeah. So weird. Um, All things considered, yes, it's extremely weird. Which we'll a talk phenomenal about. match, though. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe. Not my match of the not my match of the night. Um, huh? Okay, but, but, Pro- probably but my match of the night. Yeah, no. I think our arguments could be made, and then I think that it's either tied. Well, I'll get to my match of the night and why I thought it was my match of the night. Um, right. But I did give this. Uh, I gave it four stars. Um, the only, I guess, the only issue I had is that they they blew off the feud at a glorified house show. They put in all this work, and I just feel like not everyone watches these events. Really? Um, oh, okay. Well, I mean, they're there. Least, you can at, watch them on at demand. Least this, yeah, I mean... Yeah, Taker, I made, Triple H, I, I, last time ever. I, it's supposed to be a big deal. 
Well, yeah, it's supposed to be a big deal. He said sarcastically, um, of course, yeah. I thought that the whole leg thing was it was a weird spot to injure his leg. I thought he sold it really well when he said I popped my knee. But when they showed the it replay, popped, I, yeah. I, I, I don't really know exactly why. I mean, I, I get his knee hit the table before his back did, I guess, but I just thought it was a weird... What the hell is going on? Oh my I just God. think there are other ways they could have injured his leg outside of a table spot. So it wasn't a big yeah. complaint. I just saw it, I don't know, visually it didn't work that well for me. But yeah. he sold it well. So it wasn't really his fault of the way it... I, I don't know if like it was, it was supposed to go down like that, if that was where the knee injury quote-unquote was supposed to take place in general yeah i think I can't it was no they they, they had the table it, there they wanted it to kind of naturally come up in the match and that was as uh, the best they could do to that end okay i mean because an electric chair move doesn't necessarily affect the legs is my point so i was no, I know, but you see how. that he went ahead of his way to put joe's leg you know to put to kind of as best he could target that you know you saw that joe's leg and his side went through the table dominantly yeah, I mean it's w- yeah. in WWE. We all know that the table breaks his fall, but in WWE kayfabe, like, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm. You're, just, you're right. You're right. I know. It exactly just makes what you're you saying, wonder right. when when people fall through normally and they hit their back. Why their back isn't being sold a little more? That's all. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have an answer for that. You're right. But it was a great match. Great. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So then, after that, we had uh, Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins defeat the Riot Squad. Um, I guess they were teasing what ultimately happened on Monday with the miscommunication. And, I mean, basically, the Bellas flat out just refusing to tag Ronda in the early part of this match. Yeah, they had. Well, it looked like Nikki wanted to be the one who started the match. And that was intentional right. for us to think that the heel turn would be incoming or whatever you want to call it. Right. The feud starter. Um, I really think the Riot Squad have come into their own as a decently credible women's trios. I mean, it's the only women's trios group in the company um, as of right now. And I'll get to that later. But huh. they look kind of, um, I don't know, more uniform. I don't know. They finally look like one united group, finally, not just random people thrown together. You're talking about um, the Bellas or the Bellas and Ra- no, no, the Rousey? Riot. The, oh, Riot the Riot Squad, okay. Riot oh, Squad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, they definitely feel more like more of a group than when they first debuted, totally. I like that they kind of built up the, the animosity between Brie and Liv. I thought that Liv was good um, wrestling-wise and also with the story of the match. I thought they had good intensity, and that carried over into Monday as well. Yeah, so you, liked. so you liked that they played off the whole Brie and Liv thing because I remember last week you were saying you wouldn't have called attention to it unnecessarily. Well, now that they did, I'm glad that they at least followed through with it. Okay, yeah, that, makes, that makes sense. And it added an element of reality to the match that I appreciated. Yeah, okay. Um, um, this got two stars. I was going to give it two and a quarter because I really liked the finish, but at the same time I rewatched it and it was very... Uh, the idea was great. Ronda played it great. Ronda's great. But she was noticeably waiting for the Bellas to prevent the, the other members of the Riot Squad from coming in the ring. Yeah. Or not the other members. Uh, whoever, the one member who wasn't, um, I can't remember who. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> they saw it. We all saw it. Like, I don't, I don't let's not get hung up on that. <laughs> uh, okay. So we'll talk about the Cruiserweight Championship match. Yes, we will. Dude, this was a good, this was another really um, uh, solid match. I think they've really tried to seize the opportunity. Oh, without a doubt. This was my match of the night for the feat that they packed all of this in 10 minutes. 
and it was didn't feel choreographed. Every move mattered. Buddy yeah. Murphy had an intensity from the moment the bell rang. Yeah, and again, um, the crowd was with him. I just thought that he really performed up to the moment. And um, I gave this four and a quarter, just one quarter more than Samoa and AJ, just because of the fact that wow. they're largely unknown to most of the casual viewing audience. Even the Australians, I didn't think. Buddy Murphy got a huge pop when he won, but when he came out, and even when the Iconics came out, the pop wasn't as great as I thought it would be. Yeah, I um, thought it was all right. I don't know if that was due to them, their fans not thinking they would actually win, or the hometown curse that WWE has all the time. Uh, but the pops, when both the Iconics and Buddy won, were far greater than when they came out. And um, Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about the fact that after the Iconics winning, there probably was, you know, especially the feeling that Buddy Murphy wasn't going to win, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great match. And also, they, they wrestled so many times that, or, or at least that, that I've seen, that um, just to be inventive, and I, it, I, I loved it. I thought it was amazing, and I'm very yeah. happy for Buddy Murphy. Yeah, same here. That uh, flippy rock bottom was really, really well done. Oh, my God, yeah. So good. And the kick out of the uh, lumbar check was phenomenal. I thought it was over, so they got me there. Mm, definitely. Very, very well-timed. Yeah, I definitely thought the match was over there, too, for sure, as did the crowd from the looks of it. Um, so next up was the Shield versus the Dolphs of War. Dolph and Drew and Braun. <laughs> what? No, I, th- I thought it'd be funny. Was it funny? <laughs> um, yeah, I-, I was texting you about this. I feel like these six guys, maybe less so Braun Strowman because he's not typically in that long of matches. I mean, he has been recently because of the story that they're doing and that there's workhorses in the ring, not named Roman Reigns. That right. uh, thank you can make the, the the match go longer, but I just feel like it was a, it was a great match. I gave it three and three quarter stars. It was great. I feel like all these matches with them, uh, Dolphin sets matches and the tag team matches at Hell in a Cell between Dolphin uh, Drew and and Dean and uh, Seth. I just feel like they they add like five four or five minutes onto it that's not needed. Huh? It's extraneous. There's a lot of in the yeah. beginning stuff. I just feel like and then and then the ending like five or six minutes is phenomenal. Which is great, but I, I don't know. I just I, It's the same type of match, I feel like. Yeah. And it no, doesn't definitely. take away from how good the match is, but I just, I don't know. They just need to stop booking them. I mean, the so cru- they think that they need to be long all the time, and they don't. The Cruiserweight title could have definitely done with a few extra minutes. For sure. Among others. <clears throat> the fact that the Cruiserweight title match was so short and was a better match than the six-man match proves that time, you could do a lot with the time. So if you're going to give them 20 minutes, then do something in those 20 minutes. Don't just... I don't know, do nothing in the first 10 and then everything in the last 10. Yeah. That's yeah. how I feel about these these guys together. Yeah. I will give, I, I really did like the, uh, you know, having Dean come up as the, on the fourth side when the Dogs of War had the shield surrounded, had Seth and Roman surrounded. Oh, yeah. And holding like it just for a second before he obviously got in to fight with them. Because they, because right, the wins. dogs of war followed his lead as he got in to, they weren't sure what, you know, that's when they went in and charged. Yes, and that was right before uh, Roman Superman punched Dean by accident. Yeah, the punch was right before. But then a few minutes later, Roman totally saved Dean by spearing Braun through the guardrail, which was awesome, which was such a a really dope spot because of how out of nowhere it came for me. It was a dope spot, but do you think that it negated the whole... Because after seeing Raw on Monday, we now know that they're back to the whole Dean dissension angle. So it makes me, I mean, it was a cool spot visually, but logically well, yeah. speaking, I don't know why they would have Roman protect Dean 
if only to further the storyline that Dean's getting fed up with them. Well, that's just like it canceled out the Superman punch to Dean moments earlier, I guess. I mean, I'm just talking about the show in a vacuum, how I felt when I was watching it Saturday, when I got around to it. Not like how I still feel about it now, necessarily, after seeing Raw oh, and SmackDown. Yeah. No, I, I like the spot, too. I guess now, looking at what happened on Monday, I am now questioning that decision. Mm. Rightfully so. What was next? Next was the number one contender match uh, for the WWE Championship, which is a oh, title they fought for God. way earlier in the night, so I don't even know why they're... Talk about time, you guys already right? made it. You guys already made it. You're bigger than the belt. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, and, and, and with man, they really uh, nursed this one. <laughs> so this is another a match where I had a feeling about it in the moment, and then I've kind of shifted after watching SmackDown. In the moment, I thought it was a very lazy booking choice. Um, yeah. This is one of the hottest, pro- or they want us to think it's one of the hottest programs on SmackDown with a lot of years of story built into it. Right. And I, I get the whole Dana Bryan is a better wrestler than The Miz. And, you know, you and I had a conversation through texting about, you know, can The Miz even legitimately uh, face AJ for the title? Um, well, well, beat him for it specifically, but yeah. Beat him for it, right. Um but all that aside, I just, I don't know. I think that you could have had the same finish with at least an eight-minute match or something. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't have gotten exactly the same reaction. Because, I mean, I feel like they were looking to Re- totally... Reaction? Catch- there was no reaction. The crowd didn't know what happened. Well, that's a reaction. It took the air out of them, like the Miz said. Yeah, well, okay, you're right. This is the reaction they wanted. Oh. I think a lot of the crowd was just kind of turning around. And then I even watched it a few times back and watched the front row. And a few of them were talking with their friends. And then, like, looked up and were very confused. Wow, um, yeah. To the point where people online thought it was it was a botch, and the referee f***ed up. It was weird. It was definitely weird, and I think Miz was right about his shoulder when he said on SmackDown that his shoulder was up, right? Uh, no, he wasn't, because they... Oh, I thought you said re- that. I should have watched it back. No, no, I didn't say that. No, Corey Graves made that point that, oh, his shoulder had to be up, and then they showed it again, and... It was not up. Oh, yeah, it was and not I, up. And yeah. I think The Miz said that just as like a heel trying to make excuses on, yeah. Sunday, on Tuesday. On Tuesday, I guess, yeah. Yeah. As he's one to do. Uh, I didn't grade this. I don't know how I grade it. But it wouldn't be good. So right. I didn't so grade zero it. stars. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> All right. Um, so last time ever time ever. Last. Oh, man. Yeah. So this clocked in, I think it was 36 minutes. Um, yeah, this was a long one. Set your pacemakers. But, <laughs> yeah, when it started and there was an hour left between the videos and the entrances and whatnot, I was like, what is happening? Yeah. I thought they were going to do the tag match. I thought it was going to be like a double disqualification before they announced the no disqualification. And that they were going to do the tag match like then. And that's why there was so much time tacked on. Oh, wow. Which, in retrospect, is dumb to think they would have Shawn Michaels wrestle randomly. But I didn't know. I could not imagine why. Well, there was build, but no, like, advertising to get people to want to watch it and and sell tickets. For that reason, yeah. Um, Because, you know, they said he'd be there. Yeah, but. Um, Although him wrestling is more than being there. But uh, Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, I I heard a lot of harsh criticism of this online. I don't think it's unfounded. Of course not. I think that WWE completely f***ed themselves by booking this match so long. And it. I'm mad at them, not the performers. Of course. Uh, I don't know if Undertaker is just really, like, um, what's the word? Um, oh, man. Old? <laughs> no. Um, Can um, resist. Not modest. I don't know. Stubborn? The, like, like something like that, sure. Um, thinking that he could do this when when asked of him and not speaking up. but it, it Yeah, it, how you feeling, Mark? Uh, Remember we talked about this. Uh, 
honestly Pretty good vince stubborn old guy stubborn old guy that's never gonna tell his boss he'd have to like not be able to stand to be like oh, i don't think i'm gonna be able to do it vince uh, or just you know say i think this is the dumb way to book this match which i think he'd have the clout to say yeah being one of the oh. most tenured performers in the company yeah in fact that should be true for you know uh, that uh, of course it goes without saying that's true for undertaker maybe he doesn't see fit i don't know but maybe he should start to you know i don't know set a good example for the boys I guess I already... It's um, a continuing conversation. Um, for as long as it was, I think that it could have been a bigger train wreck. I think that they wanted to call True. back to all their other matches. I think that them going into the crowd called back to WrestleMania 17. Even though them going into the crowd had no function of the match whatsoever, and there was a we'll botch in that time. spot, so that was just largely unneeded. Yeah. Um, yeah. The table spot where Triple H is doing an elbow through Kane and the table, it just isn't what Triple H normally does in Not general. at all. Not at all. So that Very was, weird. like, weird. Very. Um, and I have to imagine that, that the four of them in the match had something to say about booking it, too, which is why I don't even know where I should place the blame. Because oh, I can't I imagine like the four of them four in the match probably laid this out. But they didn't choose the length, nor did they choose to main event. At least I would hope. Yeah. Uh, Kane, I felt like, had no function whatsoever. Yeah, welcome to Kane. He didn't even look, like, interested in being there. Or he looked lost. Yeah. Um, and totally disinterested. And he was mainly there for what happened, you know, how it culminated. Yeah. The only thing that he did good was I thought his right hand to Shawn Michaels was really stiff and looked good. Um, when they turned? Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. Well, I, I thought... He wasn't sure whether it was supposed to be a right hand or a clothesline, and neither was Sean because it just kind of like they didn't. I feel like they went out of their way not to show it specifically on Raw Monday when they were recapping it. And yes, you could say because it was stiff, but I'd say more like bowling shoe ugly to quote Jr. Uh, well, they also decided not to show Sean Michaels trying to interfere and double team the Undertaker during that video package too. So. They left out a lot of important information well, from that match. Yeah, as is um, their modus operandi. Which is another thing, is why is Triple H and Shawn Michaels teaming up on an Undertaker when Kane is there? Kane was probably unconscious, statistically. Why are they as baby faces teaming up onto... Uh, it, I don't know. It was just a lot. It was a lot of different moving parts that... Um, I yeah, think no, for, 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 for their ages and, and everything, it was not... It was passable. I'd say yeah. I don't think it was the people online really, really, really lambasted it. And I mean, you have to just take it in a vacuum and realize what you're getting. You're not getting, you know, what they are 10 years ago. You're getting them right now. And this is what's happening. And it's what's booked. And that's the really stupid part. You know, it was cool seeing them all together. Um, mm. as, as, a, as a grade, I gave it two and three quarter stars. I thought that was pretty fair. Mm, um, that's generous, kind of. The ending was pretty obvious what was going to happen, although I liked the way they played it with the fireworks going off first. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that kind of subverted my expectations a little bit. Made it less foreseeable um, what was going to happen, yeah. Although, I gotta say, I was at my most surprised when the fireworks were going off, and I was like, wait, so there's no tag match? Which Yeah, that's what which, I mean. Which yeah, tells me just overall, overall horrible storytelling by them. Because we were supposed to be surprised when the turn happened, and we were supposed to be surprised... With the subsequent announcement of the tag match, but I was surprised at the idea that it wasn't going to happen before the turn happened. Yeah, it was similar to when Nikki didn't turn on Ronda at Super Showdown, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, now that you mentioned it, I feel like the reason, you know, Dean, we already established, was off the table as turning on the shield, but why Nikki didn't turn on Ronda was because this was happening later on the night, as we now know. Right. Um, and and storyline-wise, I don't know why Taker, I mean, I guess we're going to hear from Taker at SmackDown 1000, I assume. Well, he's going to be there. I'm guessing they'll talk about this. 
Um, which is so weird to have Triple H with Evolution and Natural Michaels and, and oh, it's just there's so much going on. So it's weird. Too much. It's just overload. You guys all read the script, right? I don't read the script. Script reads me. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I thought that I liked Undertaker's talking of Shawn Michaels during the match when he was saying like, "Look at Triple H." I mean, Undertaker will always get the character part down. I thought that he looked pretty, you know, badass yeah, in those moments. He was into it when he was decimating Triple H. That kind of called back to the WrestleMania 28 match for me. Yeah. Like and, you watching uh, this kind of thing, yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah, it was certainly a match, and um, yeah. When we get into Raw, we'll talk about another match. And as I said, it they should have said last singles match ever. That's still my opinion they, on that. The, the last time ever applied to the singles match that was Triple H versus Undertaker. I mean, certainly you can appreciate that if they said last singles match ever, it might have telegraphed even more than we've already established they did that this tag match was coming up after this. I just you know? don't think the last time ever was needed, period. At all. I think you had four veterans in the ring. Brothers me of me too. I think, that, I think X, that the, the last, last time they wrestled was good enough. Yeah, right. Exactly. I just think in general it wasn't needed. Yeah. And I don't think that tagline sold any more tickets than it would have otherwise. Yeah. Because the same people would have been in the ring regardless. Yeah. Or in the match. So. So. My wishful booking coming out of this show going into Monday night was that for Crown Jewel, what we do is we make a beat-the-clock challenge with the Brothers of Destruction and Degeneration X, right? And what, what happens is DX picks a team of young, current superstars to take on the Brothers of Destruction, and the Brothers of Destruction choose a team of young, current superstars to take on DX. And we see who can, you know, A, win their match, and B, in the shortest time. Huh. That would have been great. A little outside the box, but I think you see what I'm getting at is let's have them wrestle other people, please. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Obviously. Absolutely. Literally totally the, last, agree. the last people you should have put them with is the guys that they wrestled a thousand times. But Vince's logic says otherwise. And then and then the lights go out and you hear, shock the system. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Wishful booking. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice? So Monday Night Raw carrying on from the main event of Super Showdown into Monday Night Raw. Um, yeah, are you wait, all... Jimmy? Are you ready to talk about Monday? Are you ready? Um, I have one question for you. Are you ready to emo- talk about emotionally? Monday? No, but let's do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of expectations, I think we all saw it coming ten miles away. Oh, of course. The same old story. Yeah. New shirts though. So. Oh, they're going to milk this for every cent they got. Yeah, two words, chill. Also, let me also say that Triple H himself, look, I mean, he's probably the one of the ones, well, the only one in the match who's an actual, could still probably go, if smartly booked. Um, He he, he was great, I thought. I think he held it together, and I think it would have been worse if, like, it was Undertaker and Kane wrestling one-on-one, I'd say. You know what I mean? It would have been unquestionably worse, I think. Right, yeah, so that's worth noting, at least. Definitely, yeah, no, and it's, to me, it's, you his know, selling it, of his victory was great, too. Sorry to oh, Under, Undertaker? No, uh, well, Triple H's selling of his victory over Undertaker at the end of the match was very... Um, Animated? Over the top? I don't know. He, I mean, I guess it was a little dramatic that he was crying. But at the same time, given the story that they've been telling for, you know, they want to say 21 years, I like that he really sold the emotion of finally beating him after all this time. Yeah. yeah I don't true, know if you definitely. noticed that. He was like, broke down crying when he beat him. Oh, I didn't notice the tears, but I'll take your word on that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there was some sweat in his face, so but I mean, his it face was, was very yeah, that it was, was an ugly cry. That was the general energy when he goes forehead to forehead with him and you know, helps him get right. up and all that. Right. So yeah. 
D-Generation X is back. They got new shirts. They're wrestling in Saudi Arabia as of now. And I guess people are excited. I don't know. Really, like, were other people talking about this a month ago? Good call again, by the way. Um, what do like you mean other people? Like, like, did I read it from somewhere? You're, no, you're no, no. I feel like I didn't even really hear people talking about it until maybe a couple weeks ago, but not as early as we were talking about it. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I guess after, I mean, I think when I said that could happen, it was shortly or a few months after the last Saudi Arabia show, and I knew that money was a major factor. And they've been given a lot of money to do these shows, and I thought that Shawn Michaels may not be able to turn it down. That was my main line of thinking. Yeah. And also, it was wishful booking in a sense that it would be cool, but not wishful booking in a sense that I would want to see it, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, on paper. Like, oh, imagine yeah. if they do that, that would work with the story, but like, would that really actually be a good match kind of thing? Yeah. That's kind of where I was at with it. Yeah. But it's happening. So Yeah, it is happening. I, and, 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 okay, so how do you think they handled, like, they, I don't know, I feel like, and also, Shawn Michaels did an interview, I don't know if it was before or after I, I predicted the tag match. Oh, no, it was before, because that was another thing that informed my prediction, was that Shawn Michaels said he was he spoke very candidly about returning to the ring and right. said, you know, he doesn't think it'd be a, a singles match, but like a tag match alongside Hunter. Oh, yeah, they were promoting the NXT UK division. Oh, right, 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 that's right. Triple H was next to him, and he was like, you know, if I get to team up with this one over here, like, I would do that, but I don't know if I would disappoint people in, like, a singles match or something along those lines. Yeah, so. because now that you mention it, they actually didn't really highlight the fact that no. the implication of it meaning that Shawn Michaels is going to return after eight and a half years. It was really right. just about the return of DX, right? Yeah, and that was not what we envisioned. I mean, you know, there's a lot of think pieces online I've read about, you know, it's okay to be upset that Shawn Michaels is returning and pros and cons of Shawn Michaels returning and... I mean, I guess the more they marketed it as Shawn Michaels' return, the more pressure it puts on him to perform. If they're saying, "Oh, in the first time in eight years," and it's and they, you know, because I really thought they were, they were going to milk it and draw it out. And the more I thought about it, I wasn't too upset that they didn't do it that way for the reasons I just stated. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's weird to market DX specifically because I don't know that reunion Dude. has been done so many times, and also Saudi like, does Arabia, that really matter? and also Saudi Arabia, like. I guess as a nostalgia run for them to see it live, if it's something they're into, but based on what we know about the culture, don't crotch chops seem a little out of place to you? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would think so. To say the least? Definitely. Um, but then again, they I don't really do now, them anymore. So. And I think that you will have the people who are going to see Shawn Michaels returning and maybe they're, they're, they're going to be expecting that singles match or they're going to be expecting it to lead to something. And I really wouldn't be surprised if this is just one tag match. Um, oh. Don't get me wrong, I still think Shawn Michaels Undertaker one-on-one is a possibility for WrestleMania. Not as strong as I used to. Oh, really? I thought that, yeah. Oh, because Wait, of what one? Shawn said? I thought, dude, I th- the way I took what you how you just recapped what Shawn Michaels had said back at NXT UK is that that's how he would want to return, but not necessarily that it would be a one-time thing, just to ease back into it and go from there. I still think Taker versus Shawn Michaels is happening at WrestleMania. And that they would both be much better off if used uh, to put over newer stars. But yeah, um, I still think it's happening at WrestleMania. Like I, I thought think, you didn't I think, think it was when I thought it was. I thought you said that. You, that you convinced me. Oh, and I okay. think what Shawn Michaels said about the and NXT UK about returning is, the way I took that is how he would specifically return and then what he would do from there would be based on how he felt in a tag situation. You know, So he wouldn't have to return a big half-hour singles True. match. True, that's a good point. And yeah, I think so Vince... I guess, I guess it depends on really how he's feeling after that match. Yeah. 
Man, and he's how- been taking some. I mean, the choke slam on Monday on the Go Home Show, and then the choke slams through the announce table are pretty not monumental bumps for a guy after eight years. That kind of showed me that he's at least all in. Well, he's he's wrestling a match. I mean, well, yeah, but not everyone comes back needs to get put through tables and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just like he's kind of going balls, not balls to the wall, but I don't know. It was just a weird. I just wasn't expecting it. Is all. Yeah. To go through a table. In order to come back, you must pass go, collect $200, and go through a table. Well, right, yeah, that's kind of how I felt, but, I mean, I'm glad that he, I respect him for going that route with it, or yeah. agreeing to that. and you know, the thing about respect is, it's a two-way street, and other stuff that he said about respect, right? He doesn't have it anymore, basically. Yeah, and that's the other thing, I, I mean, what were The Undertaker and Kane's motivations for even turning on them, A? Um... Why, after they Triple H already was... beat Undertaker, finally, why does he even care that much about it? Like, they seem so upset they didn't do their whole usual routine. I don't know. It's just all very melodramatic to me. Yeah. I'm thinking Taker and Kane just turned on him because that's that was them throwing a temper tantrum that Taker lost. It's my best bet. Right, but you don't think of temper tantrum and Undertaker in the same sentences. I guess my problem with that. Well, yeah. Because uh, you're, you're right. Yeah. Good for you. You're right. Yeah, but that's the problem. I think, especially like an older, like super veteran taker, like well traveled. Because yeah. it's useless now, isn't it? Um, I don't know. At the same time, I guess his character is kind of with the whole low blows with Brock Lesnar, and I guess his character. I don't know if they're even paying attention to that stuff. I really wish they did more. How, just like a TV show, how someone develops over seasons and seasons. Like if they kind of kept up with that gritty, bitter Undertaker character that we saw in that Lesnar feud. I think that this would be a lot cooler, but they yeah. kind of didn't. The grizzly um, vet. And the whole John Cena storyline was, you know, kind of contributed to that, but not really, because he wasn't there really during the builds. So I oh don't know. God, I think that, yeah. was a miss, that was a missed opportunity to kind of add that layer to his character, so then that, that character motivation on Super Showdown would have meant more. Definitely. But I just don't think they're interested in that, like we are, or I am. Yeah, so, I am. I definitely am. Yeah, I would love right. for the, I would love for them to be considering it's well within the confines of what they should be investing right. energy into. Absolutely. Um, so then, moving on, on Monday Night Raw, John Cena qualifies for the WWE World Cup in Crown Jewel by virtue of being John Cena. Taking one right out of Cena's playbook. Yeah. Also, he's a free agent. So why did he randomly get on SmackDown? I'm pretty sure they said he's one of the SmackDown members. If I heard that correctly, did you hear that correctly? Uh, no, I didn't catch that. I'm like 80% sure that they said on the SmackDown side of things, it's John Cena, Randy Orton, and, uh, Jeff Hardy. And that next week is the last spot for SmackDown. Yeah. Dude, is this World Cup not out of, like, should it not have, you know, more appropriately taken place at, like, WrestleMania 23? Um, so, here's the thing. I think that if they announced... Because I don't know if I, I told you about it, but when I saw the poster, I noticed this, like, trophy on the poster. And I was Ooh. like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I wonder if that's just there for, like, aesthetics reasons or if that's going to be a thing. Um, is the winner of the triple threat match for the Universal title going to win a trophy and the Universal Championship? Do they feel like they need to have something at stake every time they're in Saudi Arabia like that ugly green belt was? That's probably um, a big part of it. Go ahead. But they really could have, I felt like, built the World Cup up immediately announcing crown jewel to make it something where like you know these older veterans you know like they're saying the best in the world how cool would it be if if they could have gotten chris jericho and chris jericho says you know we're saying that this world cup is for the best in the world well i want in then 
so yeah, you're right. It, it feels like it's in 2003, for whatever. Yeah. But it, but it but it gives these veterans who have established themselves as the greatest of all time something to fight for later on in their careers, and I I like that idea. But that's not really what they're marketing it as. Yeah, that's but just the way that it's that kind of. Well, it's just the way it's kind of ending up so far. Yeah. Well, I don't think. I don't, well, there aren't four other people who are older that could be filled in for it. But Chris well, Jericho would Benjamin. be one for me. Yeah, Shelton Benjamin, Chris Jericho, obviously CM Punk I would mean, be... I Shel- Shelton isn't really on the level of those superstars, though. No, he's not, but he's somebody that's, that was around back then. Um, yeah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, uh, like, Triple H. I would have rather Triple H in this and not in the tag match. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. Um, Kane, if you really wanted him there. I don't, um, but yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't either, but... <laughs> Just to be clear. Um, you got to... One, marry one, kill one. Go. So I am curious to see who the other... Well, I guess we'll get into the people who qualified. I'm getting ahead of yeah. myself here. Yeah, as you are known to. Um, so then, next up, Bobby Lashley defeated Kevin Owens yeah. slash turned heel alongside Leo wow. Rush. Wow. This yeah. was incredible. Shocking. Very. Um, completely took me off guard. Totally, me too. I liked it. I it on Instagram, but I didn't even believe it. To yeah, be honest, real, like, really? I, I read something about him like attacking his leg, and I was like, oh, maybe maybe Kevin Owens called his sister a bitch or something, and the <laughs> sister's back into it. Right. Um, but I, I thought it was done. I think Leah Rush plays his role perfectly. I think Lashley totally. immediately, immediately proved everyone who's been saying it since his return that he's better off as a heel by his sheer facial expressions alone during the match and after. Hell yeah. He just looked like a whole new person. I'm not totally convinced Kevin Owens is going to come back as a babyface. Yeah, that's an understatement. Because they announced today that he's going to be out getting knee surgery. Uh, he does not have a timetable on his return. And I would not be surprised if WWE does the whole bring him back, the fans want to cheer him, and they, and they turn him heel. I really wouldn't. So yeah. I don't want to call it a double turn yet. No, yeah. That's always cheering him. And I'm sure that's something that they'll decide on the day when he comes back based on how they need him. Because that's yeah. honestly how little I think they care about him. But he's always somebody that I've worried about how they would handle as a face because I just I don't trust them, you know. Me too. I don't really think that he necessarily needs to be. I think this could have just helped Bobby Lashley get to a different point in his career period and Kevin Owens comes back and feuds with the baby face. I'll be okay with it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Some, By the time Kevin Owens comes back, what this did for Bobby Lashley as a heel is ancient history. Right, but the question is, now that Kevin Owens isn't there to feud with... Which would have been a really interesting feud, especially for the sheer interest of seeing Kevin Owens play that tweener or whatever role he would have played. He's handled right. Who does Bobby Lashley... I mean, Bobby Lashley kind of needs to enter a feud right away with someone. Because now he has heat with Kevin Owens that can't be paid off right now. He's a new heel, and they're going to need to kind of further that momentum. But how do they do it? Yeah. Well, so I mean, the entry. obvious choice, I think, would be Finn Balor, just based on... You know. Oh, right. They did that on Raw. You're right. I forgot about that. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. That was a gimme. You set that up for and me. That'll, and that'll also be re- really good for his heel character because Finn Balor, he eats him for breakfast, probably. Yeah. Or can eat him for breakfast Should. if he so chooses. An Irish omelet, if you will. <laughs> yeah. You um, know I will. But yeah, I like I like this. Leo Rush is, is annoying and great in his role, and I think that he could become not the next... I mean, maybe the next great manager. You never know, but he has that, like cool swagger Bobby Heenan quality to him definitely and I really like I really liked the way that they subtly kind of you know like he's kind of was just getting annoying but he, he didn't you know before he actually before it was clear that they're turning as an act yes he was just kind of doing it and it was annoying and it's like oh god is this just supposed to get cheers because you know when he's like Bobby 
Bobby. Like, is this supp- right. are, you, are you supposed to be getting the crowd to chant right now? Because nobody would. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. So I was happy that, you know, that was intentional. I just hope Owens gets back to normal right right away. Recovers yeah. very quickly. Although yeah. he deserves... T- I mean, I was going to say he deserves time off, but he's not getting the time off voluntarily, so... If you want time but, off in wrestling, you got to get injured. Right. It's just how break it works. Your, break your knee. Yeah. Um, and also, no Leo Rush at Super Showdown, which I guess it, well, he, he wasn't needed, but it was kind of weird, I thought. True. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, obviously, especially they now, felt we know he wasn't needed. Such a vital, yeah, and especially if they knew he, they were going to do the heel turn, I guess it would have been strange to have him. Yeah, because I was talking about him, face him, one getting, him getting a little bit of a rub from Cena, but why do that if you're just going to turn him a day later? Yeah. Um, so then um, the, right after this was Rousey and the Bell Twins, a rematch from Super Showdown. They beat the Riot Squad again, so put that feud to bed, and then the Bell is uh, immediately turned on Ronda. Also, put three wrestling to bed. She botched a hip toss. At this point, I, I would be done with her wrestling. It just it has to be done. Yeah, well, I mean, she's going to be... We don't need she it. turned with, with Nikki, so she's going to be probably at ringside for Nikki as a heel, I would imagine. Yeah, but I could see them doing like a Bella Twins versus Sasha Bailey thing in the meantime, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So I really think, for as much as we don't want to see this match, it's unnecessary, it's random. I really do think the angle was executed well. I do. Really? I think that that, and I think I could chalk that up to the Bellas just being better heels, and we know that. And I thought, I don't, I don't know, I thought, I thought their intensity was great. When he thought the beatdown was over, it wasn't. Ronda being Ronda, they needed to really beat her up, and they did. Okay. I think that they didn't give enough context in their post-match interview, but I'm guessing they'll leave that for next week in a promo of some sorts. They're now yeah. using Bellolution <laughs> as the new heel gimmick for them. That's what they're saying. It's the Bellolution. Right. Um, but I think them saying we started the women's revolution and being delirious, uh, paired with the fans wanting to see Ronda beat up Nikki and then maybe building to... Uh, Nikki not, you know, Ronda not getting her hands on Nikki in the interim could build for a match that has a decent amount of heat to it. Mm. For what we're given, I'm not, again, I'm, I'm not happy it's happening, but I yeah. just thought that it, it was done It was done pretty well. Pretty well. Let me ask you this. Do you think it would have been better or worse if they announced this match weeks back, like, say, around the time where we first learned that this match was a possibility to headline Evolution? They announced this match, and then all throughout the course of Ronda and the Bellas going against the Riot Squad, there was that underlying tension which would actually, you know, to put things in perspective, would, would make the miscommunication and Nikki wanting to start, so on and so forth, make a lot more sense. In this case, much as they often do, it really, by all accounts, like the perception is that Nikki was given a title shot because she and Brie turned on Ronda. Like, well, okay. You know, but what would give Nikki the right to get a title match weeks ago then? What's changed? How would they do that? But what's changed since then that gives her the right no, to get I'm a title not, match? I'm not arguing. I'm asking how they would do that. Like, would he just, would she ask for it? Like, how would you book that to happen, logically? They can't just announce Nikki Bella, Ronda Rousey for the women's title when Nikki hasn't been wrestling for almost a year and a half before this. All right, so, so, so they're, on some, type of like red car- they're on some type of red carpet or something for E or something. Oh God! Like the Nia Jackson. Um, yeah, no, exactly I, I, that. I get exactly what you're that. saying. Except it would apply much better here. I get what you're saying, and I think that it would have been a little less predictable that Nikki would have turned on her if the match was already announced, because they could have just gone with a 
you know, or at least it would have made sense. It doesn't make sense to me that she turned on her and the natural course of action was to grant her a title match. Well, I think it would have made sense if Ronda challenged Nikki after getting beat up. That would have made sense. Sure, even that. If Ronda would have said, I could beat you, I'll put my title on the line. Yeah. That would have been good. But I think Um, think if they, all throughout the course of feuding with Riot Squad, if like commentary had been saying, we know that these two are, you know, have great respect for each other, they're going to be going one on one at the first ever women's pay per view, da 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 da. This way, when they turn, we all know what the end point is. Like, it, I think it just means more in that scenario. Sorry, go ahead. No, I get your point. I mean, we have seen this kind of thing before where there's either a heel turn or someone attacks someone and then there's a title match from it. It isn't always logical. You're right. Yeah. Um, but really, all they had to do was, not that I'm saying my way is the way they should have done it, but they really only had to do what I said and have Ronda challenge Nikki in a best state segment and say, I'm putting my title on the line. I'm going to break your arm at Evolution. And they didn't. So there it is go. random. Yeah. But there, there was definitely ways to, you, you are correct. To Just get randomly, oh, wait, they're going to wrestle in a title match. And by the um, way, I guess now is as good yeah. a time as any to say Evolution is shaping up lame as fuck. Um, I hate it. Well, I don't like the way they're booking the matches, but I am excited for the pay-per-view. Well, yeah, and what we'll else into... is there to... I mean, if you're not excited for the way they're booking the matches, what else makes up the pay-per-view? Well, the fact that, that it's... I mean, not to, not to be like Stephanie McMahon for a moment, but it is pretty amazing that we're getting an all-women pay-per-view. Even if it's been don't, done don't in other think, companies. Don't you think that deserves, you know, like a, a card that lives up to that I do. No, historic no, I, I do. achievement? I do. Well, I'm they just don't. Saying that they don't. As a fan, I'm still, that for me is the allure of it. But you're yeah. right. I do think it could be more important. I mean, not for anything, though. When we get to SmackDown, I think Charlotte and Becky have had a really great story and that the payoff's going to be there is going to matter. We'll get into what that match yeah. will be. And also with and, the tag match that got made, quote unquote, made. Yes. We'll talk so, about, yeah, okay, you want to talk about that now? That's fine. Yeah, let's just talk about that now, because, I, I mean, there's not, I, you know, how, Trish came out. I, how convenient I, that I, Lita, who is never there, happened to be there the night that Trish got challenged to a tag match. Isn't that so convenient? But this is another this to, is another example of how it was a quick fix to just announce that Trish Stratus is going to be at Evolution and maybe tease that Alexa Bliss and Trish may be the ones fighting each other and then let the natural course of progression with Mickey and Trish having built an animosity from their feud years ago, with Trish and Lita, you know, also having a feud and being friends and all that, and then have that tag match develop organically. That's all I had to do. Not make two singles matches and then combine them at the last minute. Yeah, Because Lita and Mickey did not really, as much as I know that they that uh, Mickey retired Lita, that, that wasn't enough grounds for this match to be made, and they didn't even talk about that yet. So it was still random as f- for that match to happen. But really, all of the players involved, Alexa and Mickey have built-in chemistry and over a year, two, almost two years worth of being together. Trish and Lita have long as not being together, and it really would have been a cool tag match to make. But now it just feels forced, when it was so yeah. easy not to make it feel forced. It was very avoidable, I feel like. As is often the case, totally. Yeah, so it's not even a matter of like inherent issues. It's easy things that could have been fixed. And I guess they wanted to sell tickets, but I mean, if you announce the match, so let's just say they didn't announce uh, Trish and Alexa at SummerSlam weekend. And okay, maybe ticket sales wouldn't have been as great. I do think you would have had a lot of people, women specifically, wanting to go for the historic nature of it. The New York market is a good market in general. They like wrestling, period. Um, what, what does it matter if this match is being announced now? People are still going to buy the tickets. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. I don't. Under, I never get that. I mean, I understand promoting like a really, really big match, like UFC or boxing. I get that concept, but 
Why? Okay, so you still have three weeks to sell tickets for people who want to see this match. There's no need to announce those other two matches beforehand. Just to announce them. Definitely not. And, then, and, and, yeah, and then just the announcement them. of the match with absolutely no story, what does that even do for the initial ticket sales? Like, I don't even get that. Yeah, Versus I mean, the- don't get me wrong. There have been, like, I, this isn't UFC, but I've seen it before where people just, you know, oh, at this event, you know, there are two top-ranked people and they're going to be facing and that's the allure of it, is that, you know, for Alexa and Trish, everyone always said, oh, they're similar and blah, blah, blah. Like, I did understand the loose concept of it. The very loose concept of, of the match being made. But I also think that they were in f***ing Trish Travis's hometown a week after that announcement, and they could have done it there. Totally. Totally. So, yeah, there was just a lot of missteps with, with this. And obviously I'm passionate about it because I love the women. And, you know, they have three weeks to go. I am happy that it's a tag match because now that loosens up card space for another match on the card. Because we know that more than half of the card is going to be uh, championship matches and the Mae Young Classic. Yeah, and not a lot of and women for a card match. that's supposed to have 50 people. Right. Well, they have announced a bunch of NXT people. And I could say this here. Um, I was going to say it for my fun fact, but here's my fun fact now. Uh, they announced Jessamine Duke and uh, Marina Sharif being at uh, Evolution, which are the other members of the four horsewomen of MMA. And both Ronda and Shayna are going to be on the card in other matches. So I find that very intriguing. Yeah. So I'm guessing they're going to have a battle royal of some sorts. Because they just said that yeah, they're going to be there. Yeah, makes sense. Um, although I would have loved, and I was going to book uh, Marina and Jessamine helping Shayna beat down Kari and putting the title back on Shayna and forming that group that night. Hmm. Like, introducing them, their partnership on TV that night. Of oh, the, okay. Of the horsewomen. Oh, right, 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 okay. Yeah, so now, I mean, I don't know if they're just going to be in matches. Um, I don't know. So I'm intrigued by that, I suppose. So there's that. Definitely. But yeah. Um, um, but, and, but, and Lita but, was would, better than the Rumble, I have to say. I mean, it was a very short spurt of Yeah, she didn't energy, do anything. But, but she also, lo- I mean, even when she first got in the ring at the Rumble, she looked kind of lost. I did feel like she looked, I don't want to say at home, but I don't know. I, I, I like the energy of the segment and the way it went down. Yeah. Can I tell you? you know, yeah, what's that? The wrestling way for this to have happened is Trish comes out, calls out Alexa. Both Alexa and Mickey come out and start beating her down. And then Lita comes out and makes the save, and then we get told that it was made into a four-way. Because this way, at least, with the excitement of, oh, Lita's here, and she's, suddenly, and she's suddenly fighting them, I'm not thinking about, like, wait, how did Trish know that she was going to get challenged to a tag match to make arrangements to get Lita? You know what I mean? Like, in the heat of the moment, Lita just shows up and saves her friend. I'm not really thinking as much about it like, like that. I just don't know why they wouldn't come up with a better way to do this. Yeah, I agree. It's a shame that they didn't. Absolutely. But here we are. Yep. Um, so then getting back to the Global Battle Royal to win the spot in the World Cup, I thought this was done really well. Did Me you too. see this coming? Uh, another thing that I spoiled. Uh, I would not have uh, otherwise, though, because when I knew that it when it, that it happened, I didn't think it looked like him at all. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely so wasn't I thinking that. When they had him laying on the outside, I thought that was a good, like, it seemed like... That would just be the story, like maybe this guy would win. I wasn't even thinking about somebody being under the mask. I was just thinking either this guy would win. Because, you know, the Conquistador is something Edge and Christian have done in the past, like a long time ago, obviously. Um, well, if I was watching live, I think I would have thought that it was Heath Slater, based on the segment they did that Oh, day. yeah, I definitely. Think that, I think that's what they wanted us to think, too. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a very good call. That yeah. is probably what they wanted us to think, now that you mention it. Shows how uh, disconnected... 
I am at least with the WWE. In any case, did you know right when he was doing the Germans too? Of course. Oh yeah, once that happened, because yeah. he was because I thought it was a nice. You know, he was doing the dance, which threw you off. But as soon as he starts doing the Germans, you're like, oh, okay, Kurt Angle. Right. Um, you know, it was, it was done well. Is this leading to a singles match between them eventually? Well, maybe for the GM spot, I would imagine. I mean, that's the connection. There's rumors that at Survivor Series, instead of doing brand versus brand, they're going to be doing Team Angle versus Team Corbin for control of Raw. Oh, but that sounds like something they would do, definitely. And, Dude, the, do the more I think about it... Well, not right, maybe not right well, now. I don't know. Bobby Lashley, Bobby Roode by that point, maybe Dean Ambrose by that point. Um, but what I was going to say is they're not going to do Raw versus SmackDown because every show, all the pay-per-views are, are you know, co-branded now. Like, there's no, there is no tension between Raw and SmackDown anymore, you know, especially not by perception. No, well, I don't think, well, that's, the, I think the problem with those shows is that there doesn't need to be tension. It could just be for brand supremacy outside of needing to raid the show and beat the shit out of everyone on the other brand. You don't think it has to be even with the World siege? Cup. Because <laughs> even with the World Cup, they're like, you know, four from Raw, four from SmackDown. So they are, uh, I mean, or so they want to do. Yeah. Should really be five and um, three, but whatever. Five and three. Well, Time-wise, you know, because three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, All right, what else happened on this godforsaken show? So then we had uh, Ember Moon defeated Nia Jax by Countout. This was weird to me. Because... The thing that Very. got the thing that got Nia counted out to me plays as one human being trying to murder another one, <laughs> and then right after she gets counted out, and then they hug after the match. Because like, dude, if you landed that, if Ember didn't move, that would have f***ed her night up. Oh yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying? Like when she rammed into the apron or whatever the the little screen, the apron screen. Yeah, and it was pretty brutal too. Yeah. The way it looked, yeah. Can you imagine if Ember hadn't moved? <laughs> no, I can't, actually. And then they hug right after that. It's kind of crazy. So anyway, um, um, we already talked about Alexa and Mickey and Lita. Yeah. And uh, uh-huh. then, then Chad Gable and Bobby Roode defeated the Ascension. And uh, the AOP comes out. And uh, now Drake Maverick's jacket is green. So that's cool, I guess. Yeah, well, I, this is a lot better than what we got. So this is I'm I'm totally. This is fine what we got. No, I meant when he when he <laughs> first when he first started. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I I I I, I don't know. I the, don't know why they have to do these feuds and like continue them, and then I guess they're going to leap to AOP and like why have Connor win at all? The Ascension win, like, because now I guess they're going to do AOP versus Glorious Gable. Bobby Roode seems to have the angry again that Gable. What did he not tag in or something? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Then, like, Gable blind tagged in and and got the pin, got the finish in the pin. So Rude was kind of yeah. like, you know, still reluctantly willing to take the win, but definitely like, oh, what, what, what happened? Uh, I haven't been doing this for 15 years. What happened there? Right. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's strange. Very. Then Paul Heyman came out and cut a promo about Brock Lesnar winning at Crown Jewel. Basic Brockonomics. And that's probably not going to happen. Great. Yeah. No, it's not going to happen, but he always he always makes use of his time very well. Definitely. He's a hell of a wordsmith. Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and McIntyre defeated The Shield. Ambrose walks out on his brothers. Main event. Yeah, um... Uh, God, I don't know. It was the same match with a different finish. Why do the finish on Super Showdown just to now... Like, I just like... It, it was like a typical house show, send them home. Not that that was the last match, but... You know, the baby faces win more often than not at the house shield. shows, and I felt like that's what that was. 
on Yeah, it was to give Saturday. the shield a win, totally. They're baby faces. But I just, I don't know, I, what, what really was the point? I and mean, we talked about before my issues with Roman saving being the now Dean still has issues when Roman, if he was intelligent, could say, well, I saved you on Saturday, but you know he won't say that. So forget that that even happened. Yeah. Um, He's got donkey dung for brains. And where is it leading? Well, I don't think it's leading anywhere, but they're going to keep teasing it. Yeah, I don't know. But there's also dissension in the Dogs of War, so... Yeah, well, and I like their dissension a lot better. <laughs> it's not a competition. All their dynamic. You have Dolph as someone who's in a position that probably he didn't think he'd be right now. Yeah. Um, Braun, who was a top baby face a few months ago, and Drew, who is waiting to break through. So I like their dynamic and all those, that their animosity a lot better than I do the Shield. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. The it makes forced. more sense. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and not for nothing, but Braun Strowman had and squandered the Money in the Bank briefcase. That happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So moving on to SmackDown, and they really smacked it down this week with SmackDown. That's me stalling until I get to the page. Pun intended. And it started with, oh, how could I forget the Women's Championship? Epic, even if only in length. Really out. Yeah. Part of me kind of, I thought, when Becky was arguing with the ref when the ref was going to disqualify her and then she got rolled up by Charlotte, part of me thought Charlotte should win the belt that way. And then go into evolution like that. Because that really covers a lot of ground if they finally commit to turning them. Or at least I turning back. I Charlotte was going to win. That's straight up. But like, in a standard fluky way that he won the title. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like evolution, yeah. Like off the roll up when she... Pronouns, pal. When Becky had been being distracted by the ref potentially going to disqualify her. Or even if Charlotte won the title by count-out or disqualification. I don't know. I thought the premise of the match... Don't forget that she's already getting, she's already getting booed. So the more they... No, no, that like would that feed into it. That would feed into it. That's what I'm saying. That Becky's a heel. What would that accomplish, though? It would turn both Charlotte and Becky. Charlotte, just by proxy, is like the Roman Reigns of this story right now. Just because, by default, the crowd hates her because the crowd is behind Becky, mostly. I mean, maybe less so now than when they first started, but still. No, I mean, I think your idea would have worked if their decision is to do the turn. I just don't think that's where they want the story to go. Really? So they're trying to keep Becky as a heel and Charlotte as a face, to whatever uh, degree she Yeah, I, I, I think that's pretty clear. I'm not saying it's the right decision, but I think, yeah, definitely. Okay. I what mean, do you think about the last one standing a- match? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Well, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, well, just at Super Showdown, her, you know, her hitting her with with the belt was very heelish, and then her trying to escape is very heelish. Of course, so I guess yeah. Based on their react, based on the behavior, I think that they're just going to stick with this. Yeah, yeah. I guess that I don't think they know what they're doing because that's all true. But then, like at Super Showdown after the match, you have Charlotte attack Becky for getting DQ'd, but to which Becky comes back and fires up to get the last word. Like, huh? Um, would you ask me? You ask me a question. Um, oh, what do you think what about are, the last woman standing match at Evolution as opposed to the cage match that I still think would have um, been a better option? Well, me too, especially if... First of all, Paige has been a pretty smart GM. I don't like when they do the whole, if you're disqualified, you lose the title. Like, do disqualified or count out, because you know that she's a heel, and she already took one shortcut, and who's to say that she won't take another shortcut? Yeah. The writing's on the wall for that. So that was, I guess, a minor issue. But I did assume that Becky would get counted out, and the cage match, I th- thought it was happening. I was going to be really excited. That yeah, I that would have made out. sense for that, totally. Um, but based on the whole spear through the stage, which I really liked, I liked that they 
so close to SmackDown 1000 kind of redid the whole Jericho Rhino thing. Yeah. Um, and it looked really good. I think it makes sense for the feud. I don't like how they're calling it the first ever and how they're separating NXT from WWE because I understand that. It's called WWE NXT. It's, yeah. it's not like NXT is entirely its own thing. So, I don't know. It's minor gripe, but I don't think it's the first ever. I mean, it isn't, really. Well, it's not the first ever. Right. It is not the first ever, but I guess their argument would be, well, that was an NXT. My argument would be, well, that's still WWE. Yeah. But regardless... But I agree with you that it's a minor gripe. Yeah. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for the match. I think it makes sense. I think the only other match beside a cage match would have been less women standing, so I, at yeah. least we're getting some type of stipulation match for this feud at the first ever women's pay-per-view. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I think the, the spear through the cage uh, definitely set up for it nicely. Oh, Totally. Um, and then the, uh, dude, Jeff Hardy defeated Samoa Joe for the WWE World Cup qualifier, kind of. You lose! Good day, sir! What'd you think about yeah, what this? Yeah, was, what was that about? Is this, this also looks like another possible, there's so many turns happening and dissension in teams. I mean, I had sympathy for Joe in this. Yeah, I hate to say it, he looked pretty awkward when he was selling that knee. Both times when he fell over to me. He's not definitely really hurt, right? Uh, no. I mean, unless he's got minor injuries that he's been nursing, but I mean, he definitely, the knee is definitely selling the table spot from Super Showdown. I guess yeah, they, I guess I they guess. just wanted Hardy to get into this, and, you know, I don't know. And they're really sticking with veterans. I mean, literally every person, and then uh, I guess we could finally That's talk about the fact that next week they have announced Rey Mysterio versus Shinsuke Nakamura, and I'm sure Rey Mysterio will win. Oh, is that to get in the World Cup, too? Yeah, that's a World Cup qualifier. Oh, sh- yeah. Yeah. So, I'm wondering who, because we have Kurt, John, Hardy. Bobby Lashley. Well, no, I'm talking about who's actually in it. Oh, that wasn't a qualifying match? Not to my knowledge, I no. it was. Oh, no, the graphic, the graphic only showed Cena, Angle, Orton, oh, and Hardy. Well, then my WrestleMania 23 joke only makes four-fifths of the amount of sense that I thought it did, but whatever. That's really why I said WrestleMania 23, because I couldn't think of any other time that Bobby Lashley was there. <laughs> you just made the list! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 yes, that would have been very interesting. But poor Shinsuke in general, just the U.S. title, Shinsuke. I don't know if, like, he said that he's not re-signing, and, like, they're just kind of, like, not caring about him. But I kind of feel like that's what, what's going well, half on. that, you're half right. They're not about caring what? about him. Well, they're just not caring about him. No, well, no, they're definitely not. Regardless of a signing situation. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's sad. I don't really know what they're doing. Same. Um, Same here. So, like, is Joe going to be... I mean, I imagine he's going to be out for a few weeks, yeah. And by the way, who are WWE? Who the hell are WWE's doctors in kayfabe? Who the hell cleared this man for a wrestling match? A World Cup qualifier, no less. Does the World Cup not have standards? I don't know a thing about it except that not really on the standards point so far. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know. It's pretty strange yeah. to do this with Joe. I guess they wanted to protect him and not have him lose. But just don't have him in the match at all. I mean, I yeah. was going to say do Andrade, but I don't want Andrade to lose. So there's that problem. Yeah. Could have had him you know, beat Shelton Benjamin, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, have AJ that's true. Do something yeah, else. I don't think you needed a match between AJ and Shelton in that segment regardless. I guess we could talk about that now. 
I think Miz TV was fine. I think Miz is clearly going to be included in this feud, even despite the roll-up finish. I think that his promo was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, all right. Phenomenal. It was good. You don't seem to be a Miz fan. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, specifically the idea that he would take the title off AJ or that AJ's had the title for this long and has not only not been main eventing, but he's been, you know, wrestling like in the first half of most of the network specials. That's a point that Miz pointed out. And the idea that Miz is going to take the title and the, that's going to suddenly elevate the title, which was kind of inherently implied in what Miz said, is something that I can't get behind to say the least. Well, I mean, I was talking about the promo, not that idea. Um, That's what he was implying. That's what he was implying. Right, but I, I was speaking about, like, in, in cutting a wrestling promo, the energy and what he was saying and the crowd behind it and all that. I mean, listen, the guy's a heel. So you're not supposed to believe that he could beat him straight up. You're supposed to believe that he'll cheat through underhanded tactics. And I hate to admit it, but the IC title did feel important when it was on him. I mean, he had good matches with people who didn't necessarily carry him. He got a good match out of Roman Reigns. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I would be more than okay if he... Um, not a, I mean, not if he I would AJ. Be, I would be totally fine if he won the IC title again. Yeah, I that think point. that AJ, AJ is the issue here. I think that Miz can absolutely be a WWE champion, especially, and yes, mm -hmm. I understand it's not a good comparison point, and I said this through texting, but the fact that Jinder Mahal was a WWE champion kind of sets the, 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 the page for a lot of other people who probably don't deserve it. And Miz, from his first WWE title reign, has improved by leaps and bounds. Works hard. Every program he's in, you care about. His ring work isn't f***ing the best in the company, but it's definitely more than serviceable. So no, I don't it's think AJ Styles should be the one... I don't think AJ Styles is the one that should drop it to him, but I do think Miz being WWE Champion. And also looking at his trajectory, the Dolph Ziggler matches, I mean, I don't know. The last few years, he's had a lot of highlights. I feel like that's kind of hard to... Almost hard to even argue with. Yeah, with that being are. said, I don't think he's going to beat AJ. I hope not. Um, I and I don't really think, hope not. I mean, we because uh, I mean, Crown Jewel is going to happen. It this might is going to interfere. They're probably going to book a triple threat match for Survivor Series. Yeah. Oh, you think that's where it's headed? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, based on SmackDown, I think that's pretty safe to say. Yeah. Um. So then maybe Miz pins Brian to get the title. Oh God, I hate, I hate that. But why don't you punch me in the fucking face? Probably gonna um, happen. Yeah. Daniel Bryan versus um, AJ Styles would have been a perfect WrestleMania match for SmackDown, for my money. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, we, I feel like can, our I feel like our opinions of Daniel and Bryan are switched here. Both Daniel and Bryan. Not that I think Miz is a better worker than Bryan, but I just I don't know. I don't think a regular wrestling match between Daniel and AJ. What? With everything Miz said, I mean, Miz had there was some truth to what he said that no one wants to see a match with no goody two shoes Daniel Bryan awkward cutting promo. For me, at least. At least, I mean, definitely not at WrestleMania. At our thing like Crown Jewel, I'm sure it'll be a great match. Very, And I am excited for it. But I that I would, I can book. I mean, I'd rather see Andrade and AJ again, to be honest, over Daniel and AJ at WrestleMania. Oh, wow. And I don't even think WWE would book Damn, we gotta put a, rocket ship a baby face versus baby face feud. Say that again? The last time WWE booked a baby face, baby face feud, we saw what happened after the match. So I don't even know that they ever will do that straight up. You're not wrong. Yeah. You know what's um, going to happen at Crown Jewel when they wrestle? What? They're going to have a really good match. And can you guess how it's going to be ruined? I mean, you already know. We already know. Yeah, by the Miz. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. But but my point being that it's going to be ruined when that happens. The match or the feud? The match. 
Well, yeah, I mean, the guy's a heel, so that's kind of the point, is to ruin the match and, and to get boos for ruining a good match. So, I mean, we're forgetting his role in the company, I think. For that, I mean, he's a heel. That's, that he's, he generates heat. That's kind of what he should be doing. Yeah. I think that you want to see the match, so I understand your issue with that, but when looking at the characters, that's kind of the function. Mm. Um, Don't you get sick of every month promoting big matches and then the big match comes and... It's just like some bull- some bullshit distraction that that ends it two out of three Without times. We're in like three month cycles. Every feud has three network special spots, and they're going to be spotty finish, spotty finish, some more degree of a certain finish for the third and final match. I'm not denying that whatsoever. You'd be a fool too. It's too formulaic, man. Because what it means is most finish. I feel like most matches end with some kind of bullshit. They do. Which it's the crutch. network era. It's a crutch. You gotta get used to it. No, they have to change it because it's wrong. It's not something you're supposed to do nearly that often. Well, I and that's the answer. So I'm still not disagreeing, but I still think we should get used to it. Well, we never will. So no, I guess we're at a crossroads. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll have to just keep in, yelling into this jar. One night in Milwaukee. I don't know. I really don't care about any of this. It 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 turned out how we thought it would turn out. The Honestly. Yeah, it was a little bit better. Do you think that they're they're really that it's probably more likely that they're purposely doing the whole Russian hacking thing than that they haven't noticed that aspect, right? Literally crickets. Uh, What do you mean? Like they were they're they're not intentionally going that route? No, you know the whole Russians hacking the twenty sixteen election thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, just why they why they had Rusev say you got hacked. Because, you know... Oh, I see. I didn't make that. Oh, right. He's... Right. Bulgaria, Russia, right. Yeah. Well, Lana, but yeah. Yeah. I I mean, who knows? We know that Vince has a very weird sense of humor. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this was all right. I didn't mind this, because I I thought it was all right that they rushed to get to the point where we know it's going anyway. Just you might as well hurry up and get there, you know? Not relevant to the the show, and you could cut it, but Aiden English is fucking jacked. Is he? Just had to to say that. He he seems kind of scrawny to me. Bony. All right, well, you got to rewatch that thing then because he's far for his size. He's massively yeah. has a lot of muscle tone. Oh, did you oh, notice well, that? Uh, it's just what I noticed. Yeah, that. Wade pointed out his hair would have been different the last time they were in Milwaukee. Mm. If they were really on that attention to detail well, tip. Why doesn't he have? Well, he has the same haircut. It normally. was shorter. It was shorter because he had shaved it for WrestleMania. So right. Well, did they state when he was in, when, when... I don't oh, know, they can't even plot it. It's not that wait, important. Wait, Never mind. Really I'll cut it. To, I'll cut it. He really gets in the nitty-gritty of me. Yeah. He's um, no stone unturned. Is Orton and Big Show the last thing? Yes. In a word. Uh, random. Weird. Very. Uh, this is what happens, I think, when you realize a week in advance that you overbooked SmackDown 1000, and you told Big Show, we really need you for SmackDown 1000, we could definitely use the star power... And then you realize, oh, well, we can't really squeeze Big Show into SmackDown next week. It's only two hours. We got Evolution, Rey Mysterio. I think Kelly Kelly, like anyone cares about that. That was my impression of this. Yeah, that could totally be plausible. <laughs> I'm sure it is. The match was, you know, yeah. decent for what it was. Mm, yeah. Not deserving of the main event segment. I would have put the women's championship in the main event and Absolutely. done that. The stage and end the show at the stage. Um Although I guess they won't, for whatever reason they wanted to get the last woman standing announcement made tonight, because that's the only reason I can think of as to why they well, would you do could it have, the way you they could did. Well, you could have had Paige come out and check on them, and then grab a mic and announce it, and then go off the air. As they're unconscious in the speaker. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could predict who else is going to be in the the match, the the tournament, the World Cup. Yeah, so it's John Cena. I really can't because there's so many veterans. I feel like at this point, I would just do the rest veterans, as I said earlier in the podcast. But I don't know if they have that many. Because at yeah. this point, I would just make it like a that's the selling point of the World Cup. You might as well. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like, put, um, put so Bobby Lashley Jericho, in there. Jericho. Bobby Lashley, I think Jericho would, would be great just because they keep saying best in the world, and that's just yeah. that writes itself. And even more uh, so to that point, CM Punk. <laughs> Never happened. Oh, definitely, literally, but we know that's not going to happen. Yeah, but the show's called Wishful Booking, um, so. I'm guessing Balor will get in, because um, I don't think they will do all veterans. I don't think that's possible, okay, feasibly. I was, was going to ask if you think Batista could stick around for it. Oh, okay. Batista... Jericho. So we really have only Mysterio. So we would only have two more spots to fill. Yeah. Oh, Lashley, one more spot to fill. Who else is there? I mean, you know, Kane is already taken. Um, Our truth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Goldust. Oh yeah, Goldust. I mean, I mean, he's not on that level, but I mean, he's I guess no if truth. they want to, if they're sticking with what we're talking about, that would kind of work ish. Yeah. No, that would definitely at least on paper. Maybe older. That's Ziggler. Ziggler's been around for a while. Kingston's been around for a while. Booker T. Ah, uh, well, he's been he's retired. I mean, I, I thought I thought Big Show had hey, retired, but I know, but, but I know right Booker now. T. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't, there's I, Saudi money in the mix. Nobody's retired. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I I maybe uh, Braun can't get in. Yeah. In Imagine if Baron Corbin. If Baron Corbin was smart, he would have. The Shield being a triple threat match to, oh, Roman can't be in it. Dean and Seth. Oh, or like for the Dean, spot oh, in there, yeah. Dolph, oh, to, to add in all the frustrations of Fatal 4-Way, Dolph through Dean and Seth. Oh, wow, yeah. Probably won't happen, but that'd be, I mean, no, it would build yeah, on the stories of them having dissension. Yeah. I was thinking, if they switch, if the Shield, if Ambrose and, I mean, I don't know that it'll happen now where it looks like they're headed, but. Ambrose and Rollins picked up the tag belts, and McIntyre picked up the Intercontinental belt off Seth, which we know that he is definitely entitled to at this point. That would definitely further the Dolph Ziggler as a weak link storyline. That occurred to me. Totally. Yeah, they can go that route, too, if they wanted. Yeah, notwithstanding the fact that it gets us closer to the Authors of Roman, which is still totally on the table, in my opinion. But, oh, God. But I guess that'll do it for this week in Wishful Booking. Yes, sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sure. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sure. My name is Liam McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at RealHughJactor. My name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You could follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. You can like us on Facebook at Wishful Booking Pod and email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. And uh, we will talk to you next week as we build to... It's kind of convenient. We've got, you know, the women-only show followed by the No Women Allowed show. It's kind of convenient that everybody still gets to get The evolution of Crown Jewel is coming. Yeah. Leading to Survivor Series. We've got the evolution of women, followed shortly by WWE's true Crown Jewel, the men. (laughs) Yep. Their words, not mine. All right, we'll talk to you next week. (laughs) So long, guys. Of people that they love one day. Doc-
to it Just because we check the guns at the door Doesn't mean our brains will change From hand grenades You love another psychopath sitting next to you You love another murderer sitting next to you You think that I get it sitting next to you But after all I've said Please don't forget All my friends are Have a certain smell Yeah, trust issues Not to mention They say they can smell your intentions You laughing on the freak show Sitting next to you You laugh some weird people Sitting next to you You think I did not get here Sitting next to you But after all I've said Please don't